A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. I've been feeling really low again. And I actually don't want to talk about it because it makes me feel low. <laughs> I know you're like, oh, God, at this. I'm, oh, God, at the constant, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> but here but, we go, but, let's but talk about it. about it anyway. Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. But anyway, go on. No, it's just that, so Dan and I are doing these these special episodes with BBC Radio One's Life Hacks, which you can listen to if you download the BBC Sounds app or search Life Hacks in your in your fave pod app. And the topics have just been so intense. And because a lot of the episodes have come from stuff we've talked about here previously, like it's involved me delving back in, like opening the box again. So we've been talking about sex as self harm, pause chasing depression in the lgbt community coming out all these like really heavy topics and it's all right for you you're like happy non-gay sat there just being like cool story but like <laughs> this is actually like this affects my mental health so it kind of just sent me over a bit of a cliff i think and i'm not entirely blaming that i think i have a lot of work to do on my mental health that i've not done yet but i did a tweet on friday last week that i basically like went off a cliff because i wrote that Dan would suck a dick to stay in the EU. And he said, that's not funny. And I was just like, I'm not funny. And I had like a huge crisis. And then he had a go at me and said I wasn't funny. And then I had an email from someone saying that uh, I wasn't high profile enough to have them as my agent. And I just like went off a cliff. So I deleted deleted, like Twitter and Facebook and all of these apps and just like shut down for the weekend. You've got millennial burnout, I think. Have you seen this, this article that's been like doing the rounds? There's a massive article called Millennial Burnout and it, it, it's been, it's a BuzzFeed article, but it's been on the BBC and it's been in The Guardian as well. And it's about, the clues in the title, it's about millennials getting burnt out from like the expectations that have been heaped on us. And to be honest, I read it, I did think, God, that is an amazingly observed article. And there's a lot of things that I can't relate to within, within it, but there is a lot that I can relate to. And the first line of the article is, I don't know when the last time I relaxed was. I don't know if I can completely agree with that, but I can definitely... The idea that you would get up and have nothing to do and just relax is so alien to me now. Yeah, but do you not have that thing where you wake up and you've got so much to do that you can't do any of it? And, and I often say I'm bored and you're like, well, do some of the admin then, and I just don't. Yeah, I don't understand that. Well, I don't mean bored. I mean overwhelmed. Right. I think. I think most of the time, and I guess millennial burnout is the same thing. It's it's being overwhelmed, isn't it? By yeah. all the things that are expected of us. And even if you're not someone that's trying to make a career out of being me. <laughs> What's yeah. the right thing to say there? Even if you're not trying to make a career out of being a, a comedian or a podcast host or a TV presenter or whatever, like you're going to have it because yeah. you're still on social media trying to be thought you're still on social media being thirsty or trying to tweet the funniest thing. Yeah. We're all playing this game of constantly being the best, our best selves, like wearing cute clothes, going that, out all the time and doing like Insta videos. Like it's just a never ending slog. That's the part of the article that I don't, I, I know a lot of people do. I don't feel like I have the need to prove to my social media followers that I'm X, Y, and Z. Don't you feel the need to have higher numbers? Not really. Do you not, not feel like our podcast should have higher social subscriber numbers? Uh... Does that not stress you out? It doesn't stress me out. It, it's a, it does make it look like we have less listeners when we do because we don't have that many social media followers. But if the, if the trade-off is having to post just whatever, we both, or I, have definitely come across people who are just horrible. <laughs> and that's reflected in the things that they post on social media. 
that it puts me off being anywhere near that kind of like narcissistic content but everyone is narcissistic online no they're not though not everyone is our Everybody. friend our friend that she posted um an instagram poll at the weekend of her new dog and what they should call it Wouldn't i be. don't think that's narcissistic i don't think it's narcissistic but i think you probably would think that or at least a year ago you would have done no i wouldn't She'd be like who cares about your dog's name i think narcissism comes across more when it's like people take a shit ton of photos of themselves when i've always found that yeah but you weird. need to do that do be... you need to do that yeah, i do, never got yeah. that memo like, well we were with, with katie from radio one last night and she said that she'd had someone say like look busy on social media at all times yeah you know but, and that's a directive from someone in but she was saying that as in look how ridiculous this was that somebody exactly. said that to no me. exactly she but wasn't like... saying guys i've just got this advice from life hq you've got to crack on with yeah. looking busy oh my god knows i need to look busy because i'm self-evidently busy i'm at a day off for weeks I yeah but to point, look busy the point is jesus the point is that you do need to look busy and you do need to post pictures of yourself at all times if you want to ramp up your social media following so that clients give you money or take so that people take you seriously as a talent or as an influencer or as whatever you are but like that is something that i have to deal with all the time people literally would be like right how many followers has he got oh no he's not got enough followers so we won't consider him for this job that happens all the time. Yeah, no, I know. I know that happens So to get more followers, you have to post pictures of yourself. Do you not lose followers from people who think, why is this guy so obsessed with taking photos of himself? No, because the internet follows the internet. And the way the way everyone behaves means that more people behave like that. So, of course, it doesn't. Like You think that's happened to Kylie Jenner or Selena Gomez, the most followed women in the world on Instagram who post loads of pictures of themselves. Have people stopped following them because they're posting pictures of themselves? Well, I'm, I can't be the only person that unfollows people who've got, got nothing to say. They are the most followed women right, but so, in the world. Okay, they're the most followed women in the world. Do you want to be the most followed person in the world? Is No, that... but some would argue that as the host of a gay and a non-gay, I should probably be a bigger gay influencer and, and be really political and like be the gay at the opening of every gay envelope But isn't it more... Instagram. Like Tyler Oakley is very much like in the centre of being the gay but then equally, would you rather not be like at the Kebab Awards? It's like a fun, great, amazing night rather than, oh, I'm at the, at the opening of a gay envelope just because some losers are there. Are who you calling losers? Well, the kind of people that go to the opening of a gay envelope <laughs> are by definition losers, aren't no, they? No, they're not. They are. No, they're not. They're supporting the LGBT community. Well, that's different though. So if you don't have this, if you don't have the same stress when it comes to your online social media, like presence like if you're not out there thinking you should be posting nudes or worrying about not being hot enough where's your millennial burnout coming from i don't really see it from the social media side but i do see it from another sort of more practical side whereby you're expected to be a million different things so not only do you spend all of your time at school being told that you've got to and i hated school and i hated college but anyway so you do that and you get all the way to university to then discover that your degree is like is, is worthless because well, okay. everybody has one uh, well don't uh, okay uh, me i'm answering the question i'm just saying there are people listening to this that are studying university right now and that's not particularly motivating i know but i, I can't so i don't that. know if you should say that that is the case in in most fields now that's and that has been the case for a while if you're a doctor or a lawyer it's different but if you study politics if you think that a degree in politics is going to get you a job in politics I can't be the first person to tell you that that's not going to happen. (laughs) 
So you realise that your degree is worthless. So you have to do plenty of extracurricular activities. I still couldn't get a job and I still had to work unpaid for 18 months. This is all not good enough just to get a job in radio, which I never got. I never got that job. I had to work freelance for four and a half years before I quit. So that's what I'm saying is, is millennial burnout. Everything that you worked for since the age of whatever, when you're told at school, oh, if you want to do this and you want to do that, then you need to work hard. Okay, cool. Work extremely hard to find that it's it's never enough. I don't know if I agree with you about university being a waste of time. I'm not I... saying it's a waste of time. That's not what I said. But I think the degree part is becoming increasingly worthless because more and more and more and more and more people have them. A gay and a non-gay. Yeah, I feel like nothing nothing is enough, ever. That's partly where my depression comes from, definitely. It's like feeling like nothing is enough. Even right now, I feel like this isn't enough. Like, my, my speech here is not enough. Like, I yeah. should be saying something way more intelligent or, like, I'm feeling like I'm not enough, even in this podcast, and that I'm missing an opportunity to be better. All of those things that you mentioned don't really affect me. But what I do get affected by is what I just said about the workplace, but also things like when people say, oh, I, I binge-watched Game of Thrones in a week, and I can't be the only person who thinks this. When people say that, I can't understand where they get that time from to do that. And it makes me think, do I have my work-life balance way off? Or does that person sit at work doing nothing and that, and they just sit at work watching Game of Thrones? Like, So your millennial burnout is that you can't find time to watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, the, yeah basically. I'm glad you find it funny. I'm yeah. surprised you haven't watched it. There's a lot of tits. <sighs> Great. If, if I was a straight guy sat here and I was your mate and I said that, you'd definitely not go, oh. Great. No, I would, actually. Would you? Yeah, because I've honestly never understood why people say that. Like, that's a... Because if you'd said that to me and said, oh, there's loads of dicks, I'd be like, oh, really? Yeah, but there's loads of dicks on Pornhub. Yeah, I know. So if that's what I wanted, I'd just go there. I wouldn't need to go (laughs) via this other thing. Do you think Taylor Swift's got millennial burnout? Probably. Yeah, I think so. So it's something that happens to all of us. Taylor Swift's probably looking at Katy Perry... Katy Perry's Instagram going, and also Katy Perry's got better tunes. I, I, I fundamentally disagree <laughs> with everything you're saying. I think it's definitely the other way around. But yeah, I mean, that's probably where that old beef came from in the first place. So I'm not getting like down by it. I'm very lucky in that the work that I do, I think, generally speaking, has a net positive effect on people. As in, I don't work for Shell. I don't feel guilty at night. Everything that I do, I think, has either a neutral or a net positive effect on the world. For that reason, I end up working a lot because I'm like, well, I, I do enjoy this. I just read this article and I thought, wow, especially the line about just in the first line, I don't know the last time I relaxed. You know what I do think that I do think now and again, I think, God, there's people out there that have two whole days off, two whole days off every week. Like on Saturday you- and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really jealous of those people, even though I'm not actually doing that much official work right now i feel like i'm on it all the time yeah i couldn't comprehend that because even when you have a day off and you're not working which is pretty rare that you're not doing any work in any capacity even if that's happening you've then got to tidy the house haven't you because it's fallen into disrepair when you've been working yeah or you've got to take i don't know for some reason i have to go to the charity shop all the time because i keep unearthing more and more crap do you ever go to the charity shop and they don't take what you want what you've taken there? no that's never happened to me and you're like you're joking stop, stop taking your pants dan you know you can't you can't walk don't in want them you know you can't walk into a tip you have to have a car 
No, I didn't. You ever tried to walk into a tip? No, I've tried to walk into a drive-thru. Were you in a queue with the cars? Like, in between the cars? Yeah, me and my friend (laughs) pretended we were in a car, and, like, two of us stood next to each other, and one of us was behind. I pretended I was a car. It's fun. If you ever go to, to, like, go home, like, Soda Hollow or somewhere, and the roads are dead, do you ever do that thing where you run around pretending you're a car? No. You haven't lived. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com, or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app. 